Mandatory minicamp day two, a lot to discuss. A big day for J-Mo. Dan Campbell is popular with the fan base. We will all explain it right here on a Wednesday, Locked on Lions. You are Locked on Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. A Wednesday, June 7th, beautiful sunny Wednesday afternoon and a Thursday, June 8th. Day two of Lions mandatory minicamp down Allen Park, down at 222 Rodwood Drive. Hey, the Lions are still working out down in Allen Park. Eventually they might move. Heck, Dan Campbell said yesterday maybe we'll have training camp in western Michigan sometime. But regardless, Lions were there today and we are here with you today. Right here on a gorgeous Wednesday for Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen. Checking us out wherever you get your podcast. How about this? Show each and every day. Lions, I just found out from the network. We are the number two Locked On YouTube show for any of the channels. NFL, NBA, MLB, uh, NHL. We're number two right now. In terms of most viewers and percentage of viewers, so awesome. Thank you so much for checking us out for free on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. You can follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter. We also post the podcast on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. The show today is brought to you by Bird Dogs. They're back with us. Go to birddogs.com slash NFL and you enter promo code LOCKDOWNNFL. They'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order coming up on the show today dan campbell likability it's off the charts according to our friends at betway we will explain also jared goff answering questions about jameson williams's likes please uh the minnesota vikings are cleaning house yet again jeff risden from the lion's wire not on the show today but he put out a video today he says Jamison Williams looked great. We'll get into that. And a defensive player I got a text about today from some folks that were down at minicamp that shined. All of that today right here on Locked On Lions. It is a, a Wednesday edition. Hope everybody is doing well. Whew. All right, that was a long intro. Um, where do we start? Uh, bu- 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 bu. Let's do this. Jamison Williams had a big day today. All right, now. I know, I said it yesterday on the show and I'm making a promise, no Jamison Williams gambling talk, I've moved on. Today was really, really good. Uh, Jeff Risen from the Lions Wire posted an art, uh, a video on his Twitter, Tim Twentyman, Mike O'Hara, who covered the Lions for DetroitLions.com and their day two observations for minicamp, mandatory minicamp, also mentioned it today, Jamison Williams had a big day. Ran great routes, made a bunch of catches, caught a couple of touchdowns, and starred for the offense in today's mandatory minicamp. Here's my thing. Awesome. Great. All we've heard from the players, the coaches, even Williams himself, is how much better he's going to be this year. Marvin Jones, I think, said it yesterday. He He's going to be a stud. And again, I go back to, and I'm not going to mention why, he's going to have to sit out the first six games, and it's a total bummer. 
because it seems like right here, right now, remember a year ago, he couldn't be out there for minicamp. Heck, couldn't even be out there for training camp. Coming back from a torn ACL suffered in Alabama's national championship game loss. So this is huge for this offense to have a big, fast weapon like this, able to flex, able to show that he's good. And again, we got to wait till week seven because of the suspension, but it's huge for the offense because it's going to open up so much more on the inside for Laporta, for Amon Ross St. Brown, um, for Gibbs out of the backfield, for Reynolds, um, for, um, you know, everybody else that's a part of the passing game and then the run game as well. This offense is going to be explosive. If you add Jamison Williams week seven and beyond, and this team really takes off, Marvin Jones, other guys, um, it's going to be fun. Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond is really good on, that, on those slants. Well, if the defensive backs are having to play back a little bit, worrying about a deep ball and Jamison Williams running by him, middle of the field is going to be open for guys like St. Brown and, and Khalif Raymond. So huge news today is that Jamison Williams was, according to reports, the best player on the field on the offense. Uh, as far as the defense goes, I got a couple of texts today. James Houston had a big day. Of course, last year he burst onto the scene toward the end of the season, had a really good last six or seven games. Um, you know, a, a kid that I think the, the Lions weren't sure where to put him defensively. Is he an inside linebacker? Is he an outside linebacker? Is he an edge rusher? What is what is James Houston? Well, today he had a, a sequence against the offense where he had back-to-back sacks. Now, again, you can't come around the edge and smash the quarterback. He's in a red jersey. Can't even touch him. Can't even put your hands on him. You get close, you move away. But James, James, Williams, James Houston was credited with back-to-back sacks today. And again, explosive off the edge, playing against good tackles. He's got that dip. He's got that speed. And, you know, with Aiden Hutchinson, and, and, and now you got a healthy Romeo Aquari, you got a healthy Charles Harris, you got some other guys coming on. Josh Pascal's look good. This is how you build a defense. You want to put the fear of God into the opposing quarterback. And when you got Kaminsky bearing down on you, Hutchinson, Harris, Okwara, McNeil wants to be a part of it, Houston off the edge. This is the ferocity we've been waiting for. I mean, I've been doing this podcast since 2016. How many times have I said the other team's quarterback, especially on my postgame pods, other team's quarterback had all day to throw, all day to throw. There just isn't enough off the edge. There's not enough pressure. It seems like right now the Lions have plenty of guys that can get home, that can get to the quarterback. So that is a great, great sign that James Houston had a big day today. And look, you're going to need fresh legs out there. He's not going to play every down. He's your third down edge rusher. The Lions can give multiple looks and different looks to the the offense, uh, the opposing offense, and that's going to be Awesome. So I'm excited. I mean, this team's defense for the last how many years has been terrible. End of last year got better. All right. Carolina game. Oops. Wasn't good. But now feeling really good about the defense. Love hearing the news that James Houston had a big day today. So uh, that is very, very cool. All right. uh, Coming up next, I want to get into um, Jared Goff being questioned after practice yesterday about Jamison Williams. We got to talk about Minnesota a little bit. We told you about the odds in Vegas yesterday that the Vikings were the second best team in the division in Vegas and the the second, you know, 
uh, best chance team to win the division. But there's a new report out today that, <laughs> to me, is is showing that the Vikings, are they trying to win? I don't see it. We'll get into that coming up next and also some Dan Campbell discussion. But first, as I told you earlier, we are brought to you by Bird Dogs. They are back with us. Bird Dogs make you look good. If you've not worn Bird Dog shorts, those stretch khaki shorts that they offer, you're missing out. All right, designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact opposite thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. And by the way, the cost is so much better. If you've gone to Lululemon and tried to buy something for your kids or for yourself, forget it. Go to Bird Dogs. They fit way better than regular shorts They're made of, they are, that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They sent me some pants last year, some khakis, and I wear them all the time. They just stretch and they feel good and they are so comfortable all right uh you got to do it go to birddogs.com slash lockdown nfl right now that's b-i-r-d-d-o-g-s.com slash lockdown nfl enter promo code lockdown nfl for a free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com slash lockdown nfl for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want it you you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you and they're so much better than lululemon and they are so very comfortable. It's bird dogs. All right, Locked on Lions for a Wednesday edition here on June the 7th. Mandatory minicamp certainly underway. Another practice tomorrow uh, for Detroit. All right, our friends at Betway sent me this. Uh, and I find it to be <clears throat> very, very interesting. Uh, NFL coaches has been a reshuffle, okay? New coaches in Houston, Indy, Carolina, Arizona, and Denver. And what Betway did was they did something called a positive online sentiment test where they looked at the data on social media of teams' fans and they put out a percentage of the positive online sentiment score based off of Twitter. All right, so if you look at all NFL coaches, according to Betway, this is how the, the coaches rank amongst the 32 coaches, period. Doug Peterson is number one. The Jacksonville Jaguar fans gave him a positive online sentiment score of 26.2%. Now, again, most times, if you go on social media and you look at what the fans are saying about their coach, it's usually negative. How could the coach do this? How could the manager do this? Whatever sport it is, right? You're not on Twitter much saying, Tito Francona, what a great move he did with that uh, uh, pinch hitting you know, situation. But when Tito puts in the wrong bullpen guys or he doesn't pinch hit for his catchers who are all hitting below 200, yours truly or other Guardians fans are going to scream and holler on Twitter. What's Tito doing, et cetera? A.J. Hinch, what the heck's going on? Why is Derek Lalone or whatever his name is uh, doing this? Monty Williams or the Pistons? How many times did Dwayne Casey get destroyed this year on Twitter? Pistons can't play defense. Dwayne Casey's got to be fired. Blah, blah, blah. Dan Campbell, same thing. Minnesota game. Was there any positive tweets about Dan Campbell as he jogged Austin Seibert out there to miss another field goal? No. So Doug Peterson, by his own fan base, 
and their positive online sentiment score. His was 26.2%. Second on the list amongst the 32 NFL coaches is none other than our man, the Danimal, Dan Campbell. He came in at 24%. This is based off of 107,740 tweets. Andy Reid batting third. Andy Reid was third at 23%. Brian Dayball of the Giants, 22%. And Sean McDermott of the Bills, 20.7%. Those are the top five. Anybody want to guess who finished last? Any guesses, anybody? Anybody? Todd Bowles of the Bucks finished last at 9.2%. Mike McCarthy of the Cowboys, 11.2%, was second last. John Harbaugh, third. That surprised me, 11.3%. I know there's Raven fans that are like, think Harbaugh is from the Stone Ages, similar to Michigan football fans with his brother sometimes. Why are we running on third and one and fourth and one, Jim? Um, but there it is. Dan Campbell came in second. Amongst all coaches, positive online sentiment score of 24%. Here's my thing. This doesn't surprise me. He's the face of the Lions. Like, yes, Aiden Hutchinson is sort of the face of the Lions. Like, is Jared Goff the face of the franchise? No. Amon Ross St. Brown? No. But everybody knows Dan Campbell. Everybody knows what he says. Everybody knows what he looks like. If you're putting somebody up on a billboard and you only had one try to do it, to sell tickets, to sell season tickets, to sell jerseys, whatever it is. And I know he doesn't wear a jersey, but you know what I mean? Sell merch. Dan Campbell's the guy. All right, maybe one day Hendon Hooker will become this great quarterback and it'll be Hookerville here in Detroit. All right? Amra St. Brown is really, really good, but he's not that recognizable if he was walking down Main Street in Royal Oak. Or Rochester. Dan Campbell walks down the street. You know it's him. He's big. He's strong. He's got that look. So Dan Campbell, number two of all NFL coaches in positive online sentiment on social media. That is not a surprise to me um, at all. Very, very cool. And again, we it's we've waited a long time. Even Jim Caldwell, when he was taking teams to the playoffs, a lot of fans didn't mesh with him. They didn't love him. All right, we know about Matt Patricia. It's a complete opposite of Dan Campbell. Everybody hated him. Even the even the players hated him. All right, I'm trying to think of the last Lions coach that people embraced and loved. Jim Schwartz, eh. um, Bobby Ross. I don't I don't know if anybody loved Bobby. Lion fans like Gary Moeller because he had the Michigan connection, but he was only an interim coach. Wayne Fonts, I guess. I don't know. That's pretty cool. All right, coming up next, Jared Goff is asked a question yesterday, which I think is stupid. Um, that and the Vikings are in big trouble. Uh, but first, Lockdown Lions today is brought to you by Marg's Sparkling Margaritas. Oh, my goodness. If you haven't had these things, they are phenomenal. I love a good drink, all right, especially in the summertime. You want something refreshing. You want something to replace the usual White Claws and High Noons and all that stuff. Thank God I stumbled upon Marg's, M-A-R-G-S. They're refreshing, ready-to-drink, sparkling margaritas have officially become my go-to beverage. They're awesome, especially outside, hot day like it is right now. Crafted with real Blanco tequila, Marg's are clean, crisp, genuinely taste very good. Five unique flavors, 
So there's something for everyone to enjoy. I love these most when I'm kicking back after work or on the weekends, out on the back deck, whatever it is. Pack your cooler this summer for your barbecues with Marg's. It's the drink of the summer, no question about it. And they're going to be perfect for tailgate season this fall when the Lions open up the campaign. Visit sipmargs.com now to find a retailer near you. That's S-I-P-M-A-R-G-S.com to find a retailer near you. Must be 21 and over to enjoy. Cheers. And please, drink responsibly. All right, so sometimes, as you know, I take a little pot shot at members of the Detroit media. I'm not going to name names on this one because I'm just not going to do it today. Not in the mood. I don't feel like I'm going to need to get a text or a phone call from this person. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But And I confirmed who it was through somebody on the inside at the Lions. Yesterday, after the first day of mandatory minicamp, Jared Goff held court with the media. And somebody asked him, and it's not a beat writer, somebody else asked him what he thought of Jamison Williams liking on his social media posts about Lamar Jackson possibly coming to Detroit. First of all, that was months ago. It was a long time ago. It was kind of old news. We brought it up on the podcast. You know, J-Mo did that, right? I kind of said it's a little immature. He's got to be careful, whatever. It's way over now. They're back at practice. They've been working out. They've been at uh, OTAs. They've been uh, throwing to each other out in California when the receivers have gotten together with Goff, all these things. By the way, anybody else see Sean McVay say how happy he is for Jared Goff? Like, okay, Sean, right. Anyway, um, so Jared Goff is asked about it after practice, which, what do you think Jared Goff's going to say? Yeah, I was really pissed at him. How dare he like Lamar Jackson posts? You think Jared Goff's going to say that? No. Jared Goff said, slow news day? You guys bored? I don't just like Jamison Williams. and I like a lot of the receivers, but I love J-Mo. That was the perfect answer from Jared Goff. Didn't even acknowledge it. But what kind of an answer do you honestly think he's going to give you? Yep, I saw it. My feelings were hurt. I had to delete my Twitter. Come on. You know Jared Goff's a little salty with the media. I kind of like he's got a little edge. He's like, you guys bored? Why even ask that? You're not going to get the answer you want. Plus, it was months ago. I just thought that was stupid. Uh, Reports out there now, Tom Pelissero and others reporting, that the Minnesota Vikings are fielding trade calls for Daniil Hunter, who for the last three years has been top 10 in the NFL in pressures really good football player, has destroyed the Lions for years. And the Vikings are taking these calls, and there's heavy interest. Didn't see any of the teams that were mentioned as possible trade partners. But again, the Vikings have re- had to rework Daniel Hunter's contract. He's got a team-friendly deal this year. They've had to rework it a couple of times. And it might just be time for Minnesota to cut bait with Daniel Hunter. Um Remember, Zadarius Smith was already traded to the Browns. (laughs) The Vikings have lost Eric Kendrick, Zadarius Smith. They're bare bones, man. They can't keep everybody. We knew they were going to be over the cap going into the season. They trade Daniil Hunter. Who's going to rush the passer on that team? Dalvin Tomlinson's gone. Uh, Like I said, Zadarius is gone. And now they might trade Hunter. You trade him now, you're not going to get 
You might get 80, maybe, maybe 75 cents on the dollar. Maybe. But again, the Vikings cap situation's trouble. They may end up having to, to deal Dalvin Cook too, and this only helps the Lions. Those are good football players that are no longer in Minnesota. Eric Kendricks was really a good linebacker. Vikings didn't want to pay him. He's gone. So keep an eye on that. If Daniil Hunter gets dealt, that's a huge blow to Minnesota. Huge, in my opinion. I get it. They've got to rework their cap situation. They've had to pay a lot of people. Justin Jefferson didn't even report to OTAs. This only helps the Lions. Only helps their chances to win the division. So keep an eye on that. All right, this has been a Wednesday edition of Locked On Lions. Shout out to the everydayers. Thanks for making us your first listen. Back again tomorrow.